In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Psalm 114, verses 1 through 8, where I'll ask the question, why does the earth tremble? Psalm 114, verses 1 through 8 says, When Israel went out from Egypt, the house of Jacob from a people of strange language, Judah became his sanctuary, Israel his dominion. The sea looked and fled. Jordan turned back. The mountains skipped like rams, the hills like lambs. What ails you, O sea, that you flee? O Jordan, that you turn back. O mountains, that you skip like rams. O hills, like lambs. Tremble, O earth, at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the God of Jacob, who turns the rock into a pool of water, the flint into a spring of water. The earth trembles at the presence of the Lord. And that might be a little difficult for us to understand. Oftentimes we in the modern age don't think about the earth as trembling. We don't think about it as expressing emotion or anything like that. But the earth trembles at the presence of the Lord, meaning that all of creation has this inward knowledge of the significance of its creator. And when I say all of creation, I mean all of creation. I mean you and me and even the rocks and the dust. The things that we don't ascribe consciousness to, all of these things will tremble at the presence of the Lord. And they do so because they recognize, they know it's inherent within them to realize that the presence of the Lord is something far greater than they can handle. It's something more powerful than they can manage. And this gets illustrated in Psalm 114 verses 1 through 8. So here are three thoughts Answering the question, why does the earth tremble? Thought number one calls his people. The earth trembles because the Lord calls his people. The Lord has selected a people for himself, and he has called those people. He called them up out of Egypt. As you go through and as you read the Psalms, frequently, over and over again, you have these allusions to the Exodus. The Exodus is one of those defining moments for the people of Israel where the Lord takes them up out of slavery, where they were powerless, he empowers them. He takes them from where they were enslaved and he brings them out and ultimately places them in the land that he has promised them. He has called them his own. And when he calls them his own, that makes them distinct from the other nations. These are the Lord's covenant people that he has brought up out of slavery and they are a precursor of the people of God today, who the Lord has called up through faith in Christ to be a people separate, one of his own choosing. Thought number two controls the sea. In the Exodus narrative and then in the narrative of the wilderness and as they're going into the promised land, you have the Lord controlling the waters. The Lord controls the waters. He controls them by pushing back the Red Sea so that Israel can escape on dry ground. He pushes the sea back together again when the Egyptians are running through on that dry ground and crushes the Egyptian army. The Lord controls the sea again when the people of Israel are going to cross the Jordan. He stops up the Jordan and shuts that river down so that all Israel can go across on dry land. After they've crossed, what happens? The river flows again. So the earth trembles because the Lord is able to control all of the things within it. He's able to stop up the water, pile up the water, and then let it flow again. 
He controls it in order to accomplish his own purposes in the world. He controls it to bring about exactly the circumstances that he wants to bring about. Whether that's the Israelite escape from Egypt or the destruction of the Egyptian army or the entrance into the promised land, the Lord controls and is more powerful than the sea. Thought number three, manipulated creation. When the Israelites are wandering around in the wilderness, sometimes they need water. Well, really all the time they need water, don't they? But sometimes they need water and there's no water around. And what does the Lord do? He provides them water. And how does he provide it? He provides it out of the rock. So on two different occasions, Moses strikes a rock and water gushes forth. This is a miraculous occurrence. The Lord is able to bring water forth out of the rock. And once again, water is a sign of blessing. It's a sign of the Lord's provision. It's a sign of the Lord giving to the people that which they need in order to survive. The Lord manipulates creation to bring about his purposes in the world, to bring about his ultimate glory and the ultimate good of his people. The Lord manipulates creation by bringing the water forth from the rock, and he continually manipulates creation to do precisely what he means to in the world. He's bringing about his purposes over and over and over again. He's doing so to an ultimate conclusion where he will bring about the final destruction of the earth, but then it's recreation. All of this takes place in the consummation. Why does the earth tremble? The earth trembles because the Lord is able to manipulate it and bring it to do precisely what he means to. The earth trembles because the Lord is able to control the sea and move water in ways that it doesn't normally go. And the earth trembles because the Lord calls out a people for himself to do precisely what he means for them to do. Ultimately, this psalm is talking about the Lord's sovereign control over his creation. And that's something that we should never forget. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Psalms 114 through 116. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.